The truth will set you free, but first it'll piss you off. Hey, bad bitches wanna minute. be my bait. Hey, hold me down like the CIA. Hey, side of my car trying to see minute. my face. Hey, want me to beat it like the CIK. Oh, hey. oh, if it's heated, I'ma be my face. Hey, and best believe it's gonna be outrageous. Hey, hey, niggas can't believe my race. Hey, niggas hit you with the Hello, 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 hello. Hi, welcome to Civil Diligence. My name is Siobhan Starling, and I am super duper excited to be here with you all today. Um, this is my first podcast, and I'm really excited. This has been a long time in the making, really, for me to sit down, buy the equipment, and just sit here and talk with you all because I was not going to do this. I was perfectly content with talking in front of my mirror about certain issues. And then one day, well, a few days, my best friend was like, why don't you just start a podcast or a YouTube channel? And then I was like, okay, you sitting here talking to this mirror and having debates with your mirror when you really could just go out and do this for a channel or a podcast. So we have ourselves a podcast and I'm excited to actually put myself out there and get to know all of you lovely people. I was tired of allowing fear to dictate my life and I decided to do something about it. So here we are people with civil diligence and a lot of people may be asking, what is civil diligence and why should I listen? Civil diligence in a nutshell, it's politics made simple for the everyday millennial and why you as a millennial should give a damn. A goal with civil diligence is to start the dialogue about how politics affect us as a millennial. Um, politics is forever changing and is a factor in the world. It affects the world all around us. Oh, how we function, how a society governs and just how we like exhort how we go about our day to day. We do not think how we do not think politics has a effect on us, but I guarantee you some of the decisions that we make on our day to day has a political backing behind us. That person who you can't stand and you want to slap the dog mess out of them. Oh yeah. Do that. It's a crime. That person who you just want to stab because they're getting on your nerve. You, well, you really can't do that because the law says I'll go to jail. So there's a lot of things of why politics affect the way that we do. And I often hear too many times, especially in my generation, that people do not care for politics. And I do not blame them. I often hear, oh, politics sucks. Uh, why do we need politics? I hate politics. I don't care for politics. And I get it. The cluster Fs that we have today in po political sphere, in the political sphere, it's so stupid. And I'll be the first to tell you that this is stupid. And <laughs> why, why? But because of the political atmosphere in 2018 is a reason why we should actually care. And 
how our generation can make the changes that are necessary for the next generation to grow up and succeed and the next generation after that. So politics, whether you believe it or not, we do have the power to make changes. And it really all starts, it all starts with an understanding. So I hope with civil diligence, it can be a space where we can sit down, relax, laugh, joke, and have a real candid conversation about politics in a millennial world uh i like to start off my shows with a little disclaimer one i curse people i uh, i try to make this very kid friendly to sit down with your grandma and grandpa but i can be downright disrespectful and i'm just warning you all now that there will be a curse word or two (laughs) I have tried to censor some of my stuff and I try to sound real intelligent, but there comes a time where some of the shit that's happening in the world, you just can't hold back. Okay. So I just wanted to put out there. I curse. You don't need to wonder. I curse. Two. We will not see eye to eye all the time, or we may never see eye to eye, and that is okay. I welcome disagreements. I welcome the drama. I welcome the yelling, the back and talking, the heated arguments. They make for some juicy shows. But with that, this is also a respectful level. I wanted to create that family atmosphere where, you know, you can argue, you can joke with your family, and you can say F, F you and keep it moving. But I'll see you at the next cookout, though. I'll see you at that next family reunion, though. And you keep it moving. You act like nothing happened. And that's what I'm trying to produce with civil diligence is to a nice atmosphere that may not always be so nice because as we know politics is not always glitter rainbows and unicorns it's sometimes a big old hot mess express but in the hot mess express we get into it we dive in we sort through the issues we try to make changes and we keep it moving and that's all I ask is that you know you have your point of view I have my point of view and we can still keep it moving we can probably go out for drinks get a hot dog I don't eat hot dogs but hey let's let's go out to eat everybody likes food afterwards okay and number three Some of you might ask, what makes you qualified to talk about such a topic? And my answer to you is this. I'm just in the kingdom, people, trying to be great. And with that, I am a African-American woman from the Chicagoland area of good old Illinois, who is a history and political nerd that happens to have a BA and a master's in political science and legal policy. 
I like to do my research and what I research and what I find out that's interesting. I like to share with you all. I'm just a regular human being like yourself that happens to be in a society where it's political and I like politics. So let's have that conversation. And my final disclaimer. Yes, I am talking and yes, English is my first language, but you sometimes will think English is not my first language. Don't judge me. Judge yourself. We are, bear with me with some of my mispronunciation of words, some of my stuttering, and downright me just being flabbergasted by some of the words that I said. So bear with me on this journey. Now that we got the disclaimers out the way, let's get into the topic at hand. Hey, y'all. So I wanted to start my first podcast with a simple question. Is freedom of speech really free? And this all arised from a uh, conversation me and my best friend were having while visiting the Civil Rights Museum in Memphis. So just to give you all a little bit of background on the trip to Memphis, your girl turned 25, she was feeling herself, and she wanted to have a good time. And why not have a good time by embarking on a worldly kind of like coming to their own kind of trip. So we went to the History Museum. We went zip lining, which was also another hot must express. Uh, ask me about it if you're interested. It was a mess. But we persevered through it. We went out. We went to Beale Street. It was a good time. But rewind back to the Civil Rights Museum. So, uh, again, to give you context, we were going to the Civil Rights Museum, and I may want to add in, I am super duper excited that I went to the museum. It was one of those things where it was a surreal feeling. It was interesting. It was, at times, mm, your Christianity and your faith in humanity were tested as an African-American female. I felt some type of way by the treatment of my people back in the day. And it just was a surreal experience that I don't regret going to. Regardless, there were some things that I, uh, I had a few issues with. So what better way than many millennials know than to express your concerns and your issues with things and to go to social media. And that is exactly what we did. We went Facebook Live, people. We live, baby. So we went Facebook Live and we discuss our issues. Tell me why that stuff got deleted. They were not playing with us. And when I mean they could go with the people of Facebook, it could go with the government. So all in all, what we were discussing in the Facebook Live video was me personally, I had concerns about when we got to the part where James Earl Ray was being discussed and, you know, the journey of catching him and, all that good stuff. I had a problem with the fact that the government had this long timeline table 
for to find this man because truth be told and I shouldn't necessarily be re-explaining this because they could just take this off the air too but I'm fucking sometimes you just gotta say yellow so I had an issue with the fact that the government took their sweet time to make it seem like they gave a crap about the investigation when all in all I believe they knew where this man was, where this man was hiding, that even if he was about to do the assassination, because follow me on this journey. You mean to tell me that you've been following this man, MLK Jr.? You've been following this man and you've been marking his calls. FBI pretty much knew this man's every move, but you can't tell, you mean to tell me that you couldn't find the man that, you know, assassinated him in broad daylight? Okay, that don't sound suspicious to nobody. Oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. Thanks, thanks for that. So I politely discussed this on the Facebook Live video. Well, throughout maybe an hour, hour and a half, two hours, by the time we noticed, uh, by the end of the night, that video was no longer there, bro. Like... <laughs> That video was deleted. Like that section of the Facebook Live video was deleted. So which brings me to the bigger topic at hand. Is freedom of speech free? And does freedom of speech only apply to certain individuals? So for all those who do not know, this is part where I break things down. If you do not know what freedom of speech mean, it is basically the right to express any opinion without censorship or restraint and it is a part of the first amendment it is the first amendment to the constitution of the united states of america and you have all different types of speech you have core political speech which is basically putting it blankly speech about politics. I mean, there's minutia about it, but broken down, that's really speech about politics where you, basically what this show's about. You know, you feel me? Cool. Then you have commercial speech, and then you have expressive conduct, which is your symbolic nonverbal speech. Now, of course, the Supreme Court basically told y'all, JK, you thought that you had a speech without restraint or censorship. Well, we're about to put some restraints and censorship to you all today. And you have like the first Supreme Court case that talked about censorship, which is Schneck v. United States which stated pretty much you cannot yell out fire in a room full of people to create chaos. And then we went a step further with a bunch of Supreme court cases, such as Grainer v. city of Rockford that put a restraint on your time, place and the manner and concept in which you speak in which the right and the freedom of your speech can be said so you have your schools you have your place of employment etc etc I said all this just to give like a breakdown on freedom of speech and where we came from and how we came here and I say this to say 
we wasn't harming anybody in the freedom of speech area. And when we said our Facebook Live, I never said that, you know, a specific person was involved in the assassination that was related to government. No, I just said, hey, the government kind of sort of knew. And I never degraded a specific person, slandered anybody. But we have it here where we can't say how we feel or say there's censorship on that. Like we have to be mindful of just the simplest things. And when we live in a democratic society, we should be able to say that. Now let's go a step further. So on my, a couple of days after the trip on Memphis and I went on about my life and my regular day to day, I came across, well, my friend came across a post on Facebook that stated that this person didn't get a job with a police department based off of his post a year ago, over a year ago, around, it was November 9th, 2016, when our current administration was elected. The post so eloquently stated, oh, I wonder if I could call off a slavery next spring. And... I found it hilarious personally because I could relate to what he was saying. I think most people felt some type of way when Donald Trump was elected to office. And yeah, we can get into that further down the line. I don't want to preach to y'all and harp on you all about my beliefs on that, but on the topic of hand, basically the police department stated that that was racist and that's not a good look for the police department. Now, okay, I get it. I understand. But if you want to go further into that, there are a lot of people that work for the police department that feel some type of way and have stated or have done certain things and they still have a job. They have expressed themselves in a way where their speech, they express their first amendment, right? But they still have a job. All this man stated was how he felt at that time of place. He didn't degrade anybody. He didn't state whether or not he's like, Oh, he didn't make a, direct racist comments saying that, oh, he didn't like point out a race. It wasn't like he was just saying that, oh, white people are about to make us do slavery again. No, all he said was, I wonder if we could call off and I don't, I can call off a slavery next spring. That's how he felt. And he had the right to express that. So the fact that he was punished for the expression of how he believed, I think is kind of wrong in itself. And it brings us to a bigger topic about, so if this is wrong, is stating how they, how ones feel about, oh, the government at the time, it's not even the current government. We're talking about the government back in 1960s. Late, we're talking about Nixon. We're talking about JFK back then. If we can't express how we felt about that, analyzing and 
creating our opinions about that, but people can talk about, oh, F Donald Trump, F Barack Obama, the government's trash, the government doesn't do nothing, uh, I hate white people, I hate black people, blah, 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 Skippy, you, the song goes on and on, if we can say that, then why can't we have another conversation about something else? And I know some people will argue, well, if you can say, you know, the whole picking cotton, cotton thing, cotton, see, I can't speak, the whole picking cotton thing, see, I can't speak, y'all, bear with me, but if, <laughs> if I, if he can say that, or you could say, oh, the government is in a conspiracy theory, then I could say that I hate niggers. Well, you know what? If that is how you feel, thank you for letting me know. Thank you for being true to you and expressing how you feel. At least I don't have to wonder that you're a racist. That's a conversation to be had amongst yourself, but it ain't got nothing to do with me. I just think that when we censor freedom of speech, it goes down to we're supposed to be a democratic society that welcomes freedom of speech, that welcomes diversity. And of course, as we go on and as we can see that it's not always the case, that's not always the case in America. That is a right that the founding fathers thought was necessary. Now, again, we can go into another debate about what the founding fathers really truly felt for another place in time, but we're just talking about freedom of speech. So I really don't think that freedom of speech is really free. I think there is censorship, and I think that some people take it into how they feel. And I mean, it's also a risk, but at the same time, it's a right and it's a freedom that we have as an American. And I don't care necessarily what you, your whole view on racism, homosexuality, genderism, all that stuff like that. I don't, genderism is sexism. Cool, y'all. It's late. Bear with me. But <laughs> I don't care what your view is on that. At the same time, if you were born in America, you're American. If you did the necessarily, if you did the necessary laws of getting your citizenship correct or whatever, that's a, you're an American as far as I'm concerned in my view. Um, and we should be able to speak our mind freely about whatever issues to be had. And I pick this topic specifically because as millennials, we are more liberal in how we view things, how we talk, how we just go about our day to day. And it doesn't matter necessarily if you are a conservative millennial or whatever. The conservatives of today are not the same conservatives of yesterday. I just wanted to have that dialogue and start that conversation. And honestly, you can let me know if you feel the same way or if you completely disagree. Or you can just say that, hey, you know, whatever. But I wanted to have that conversation with you all to just start and go back, go back and forth. So let me know. Do you think that freedom of speech is free? Do you think that we should change some of the things that we speak about? Do you think that it's perfectly fine? Or do you think it is directed towards 
uh, certain individuals or, you know, I'm just overthinking stuff. Because I am also known for overthinking and taking a concept and you may literally mean blue, but I think that you mean baby blue and the philosophy behind why you think that you mean baby blue. I really could take that to a whole different level. Let me know. And this is a little short, but I do like to keep these kind of podcasts a a tad bit short because if we, we can go on and on and on and circling about certain topics and I like to keep a conciseness of it because a lot of times it'll be just probably me talking or I might have another guest and probably with another guest we'll probably be like talking a little bit more but if it's just me I like to keep it concise and I like to just provoke little things that make you think once I say my point of view I like to leave it open for you all to comment in either whatever forum that you want to reach me at For those who want to reach me, you can reach me on Instagram. It's Starling underscore Starling 1922. You can DM me, follow me, do whatever. Uh, I also have a Facebook. It's Siobhan Darling Starling. You can find me on there. I do not have a Twitter because I just refuse to get one. And you can also find me on Snapchat, Chevy Chev 22. I think that's all the social media that I have. And with this podcast, I hope to be more active with social media because I'm really not. But I hope to be a little bit more active as I hope that you guys try to be active with me and get to know me and follow me along this journey. Sometimes I will just ended with just one topic I may have two topics I may have three it really all depends on the news that I watch what comes through my phone as CNN upbreaks me on the next breaking news that's breaking news for the next five hours so (laughs) I will be up to date on that and I may just find a topic that I may just rant on and it will be perfectly okay. Maybe you might feel the same way or you might feel completely different, but I guarantee before this is all out that a rant probably will come. The world is forever changing and forever pissing me off. So I will more than likely be ranting, but of course we'll have happy dialogues and happy topics as well. So I hope that you all followed me thus far. I hope I kept you semi-entertained enough to listen to me again. And until that time, I will see you later. Bye, family. Shout out to them.